Welcome to the Messy Middle Podcast that follows one mom's journey to build a profitable business while navigating the challenges of life. I'm your hostess, Anita Anello, and I'm here to share wisdom, insights, and stories that will empower you to make confident decisions, take actionable steps, and break through the mental barriers that hold you back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Messy Middle. This is Anita Anello, your host, and we focus on this podcast of helping those successful corporate women of faith really walk through the process of building a profitable business. So today I'm joined by one of my staff members, Sheena, and she and I are going to talk through the process of really kind of this wrestling. I'm going through a process right now where I've noticed that I have been wrestling in how do I find peace in the now as I am striving towards the next goal or the next thing? There's a real tension in that for me. And so Sheena and I are going to talk through that today. And we're hoping as we walk through this process, audience, you know me, my thing is always, I want you to be able to walk away with some practical and tactical steps and tasks and ideas that you can implement in your business and in your life today. So welcome to the podcast. Yep. Welcome to the podcast. And this is about a conversation wherein you're just going to dive into the essence of balance and your faith. And yeah, Anita will be talking about that. So as a start, how about you, Anita? How do you personally find peace in the present moment? Yeah, that's a good question. This has been something that honestly I've wrestled with with most of my career. And it's not until recently that I've been a little bit more settled in this. For most of my career, what happened is I would set a goal. I'm super task-oriented and goal-oriented in my life. I was kind of like raised in my career in the corporate space and working for big corporations that really focused on goal setting. But what I found in that process is that I might lay out a goal. I didn't really know it at the time, but I remember thinking back when I started discovering this, that it was almost like I wouldn't allow myself to be happy or satisfied until I reached the goal. Now, that sounds a little bit more extreme, but it wasn't until I was able to reflect back and realize, like, I keep reaching these goals and I'm not happy until I get to the goal. But then I'd get to the goal and I wouldn't be satisfied as well. And so that's where I kind of started this process. And for me, as a woman of faith, it's kind of like this is the process that God's been walking me through is, Anita, you are going to lay out tasks. You are going to lay out goals, but how do you find joy and peace in the midst of that? And so that's kind of the basis of this conversation. It's one I've been having and praying through and walking through for probably the last five years. And it wasn't really until recently, Sheena, and you and I have been talking about this, is I've been able to kind of like settle that down. For me, it, it kind of works its way out in either dissatisfaction or sometimes even anxiety or worry. Those are also just being super transparent with the audience. Like those are some things that I struggle with. They're the things that I wrestle with. Can you share your perspective on the tension between focusing on the end goal and appreciating your journey? Yeah. So one of the things, just to dig in a little bit deeper, that I find that I might lay out a goal and it could be three months from now, six months from now, a year from now. It could be a small micro goal of working something about like exercising or 
weight loss or could be a larger financial goal. I want to make a million dollars by the end of next year or something like that. I get the goals that I love being able to map out goals. It gives me something to drive towards every single day. But what I found is that as I was working towards those goals, this kind of get a little bit more of the now is that I would really struggle in feeling like I could find joy in my life on a daily basis. So the ideas of the goals can be great. But what I found is that on a day-to-day basis, oh, minute by minute basis, like my struggle is that I'd go through the whole day feeling like I was driving myself towards these tasks and I'd get to the end of the day or the end of the week and I'd be like, oh my gosh, did I even enjoy the process? And um, my husband would even say to me, like his personality is really, he's big, booming, all this kind of stuff. He'd be like, honey, like smile. Are you enjoying the process? Like, can you take a break? And so I started paying attention to that tension that was really inside of me and starting putting language towards that of realizing like, oh, I'm working my butt off, but am I actually really enjoying like the working part of it? Like for a long time, I wasn't, I wasn't really satisfied. I was doing all the tasks and making the headway, but I wasn't really, I wasn't peaceful in the process. I didn't find joy in the little things. Like I found it hard. And one of the indicators of that for me was not just kind of like my facial expression, but also I was feeling exhausted like all the time, right? I was working, working, working hard, being super hard on myself. And then I was realizing like, wow, I'm tired constantly and I don't feel like I've made progress, which was not actually accurate. So talking about progress, what advice can you give to our audiences, especially on a daily basis and recognize the gains they make while working towards their goals? Yeah. So recently I've been diving in and and you guys know for anybody who's listened to the podcast for a little while, like I'm not just a reader. When I read books, I like to study them. So I like to get in and really dig in and so that I can implement them. I don't want to just be a person that reads a hundred books a year, but I don't implement anything like that's, that's not me. That's not how I operate. So Recently, I've been studying a book called The Gap in the Gain, and it's a book by Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. And in The Gap in the Gain, one of the things that he talks about is, okay, so if I have an ideal that I want to be able to reach, I want to have a six-figure income in the next 12 months or something like that. Like, that's my ideal. Well, don't we know that when we're going after goals, like I could get 1% less than that. And if I didn't feel like I reached the goal, the goal of a six-figure income within that timeframe, I could actually walk away. I could be at five-figure income, but if I didn't reach the six, then I could actually be in what the book calls the gap. And that means that I feel like there's lack, even though I've made a lot of progress. But instead, what I've been implementing in my life and in my business is that I'm actually going, looking back and measuring my success backwards. Now, let me explain that a little bit. What that looks like is, okay, in this example, if in 12 months, I want to be able to build a consulting business and have a six-figure income, but I didn't quite make the number, I'm going to make up some numbers. I didn't quite make the income number of $100,000. Okay. But what if I made it to 99? So if I look at all the progress that I did in that year, where maybe in the year I learned how to be an excellent public speaker, I learned how to 
identify my specialized knowledge. We do that in my coaching business where we help ladies walk through the process of identifying their specialized knowledge and making a consulting business based on that. Well, what if I identified my specialized knowledge, creative, really an amazing offer. I learned how to build my email list. I learned how to launch a product and I did all of those things and it resulted in an some form of income, but it wasn't actually my goal. So see how if I'm focused on not meeting the actual number, well, then I'm in what the book calls the gap. But if I focus on all the progress I made in the 12 months, then I'm actually focusing on what they call the gain. And the gain looks like this on a daily basis, is that I'm writing down on a daily basis. What were the three things that were my wins today? And then at the end of the day, I'm also acknowledging what am I determining ahead of time are my three things that are going to be my win for tomorrow. And then I'm tracking that day after day after day after day. So then I can look back at my journal and go, oh my gosh, look how far I've come. And I can be in more of a purposeful state of looking at my progress of where I'm going instead of just looking at the ideal of where I want to go. So that's one way that I've been practically implementing how do I track my progress and feel like I'm actually winning on a daily basis in tracking that progress. Yeah, I think that sounds good. So it's more like it teaches about the journey. It's a series of steps and each one contributing it to your growth. So the mindset aligns perfectly with your mission here. It's mm -hmm. about helping women of faith overcome challenges and build business. Yeah, so you and I kind of as a precursor to this, Sheena and I were talking through our notes and we were talking about some of the things that go on while we wrestle in this tension. And I was sharing with her that it really is a wrestling for me still on a daily basis. Like when I feel like God has spoken to me and said, okay, Anita, these are the things that I want you to go and do, but I also want you to have joy in the process. That's really tested my faith in a couple of different ways. Number one, it's tested my faith in the form of, Lord, I, I heard from you. Now I actually need to go take those steps and do something about it, right? And that's part of the faith journey is that we, in our faith journey, we hear from God and then we stumble forward and we practice that. We do it a little bit every day. We take a step towards. Now I might mess that step up and that's totally fine, but it's in taking the step What's happening is I'm stretching my faith. I'm practicing my faith. I'm walking my faith out instead of what I hear sometimes inside the church. And this is just me. This is just the way that I hear it. When I hear people that'll say, well, I'm just waiting on the Lord. Like I'm not knocking that. We wait on the Lord for sure. We see that in scripture, all that kind of stuff. My struggle with that is when I hear and see people that'll say, I'm waiting on the Lord, but they're waiting. And then they're waiting and then they're waiting more and days or weeks or months or years go by and they're saying, I'm waiting on the Lord. So I just want to challenge that in the church and say, I don't always see God model that. What I see modeled in scripture oftentimes is probably God is more waiting on us than we're waiting on him because I know he's a good dad. He's always speaking to us as his kids. He's always communicating to us that, hey, by the way, just try one more step. Just go a little bit farther. Just try something. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be exact every time, but just try one more step and go one more step on the journey of faith of the vision that I've given you. See, I get a picture of like the vision of where God wants to take me. 
But then it's my job to walk on the journey and take the steps to be able to walk that out. And let me just be clear, like sometimes the step, sometimes it's messy. Sometimes it's not amazing. It's not always like, hey, it's awesome. I just tried this one thing and it worked the very first time. And, you know, we're talking in the context of business. I've mentioned on previous podcasts, I think that notion in the online space of like, overnight success. I think that's a bunch of garbage. It doesn't ever work that way. It's working those things out on a little by little daily basis that actually lead to the great things. I don't think like what looks like greatness happens in an overnight. I think it's always a process that God's walking us through because what we do know The scripture says that we're going to be sanctified every day. He wants us to walk in maturity every day. The only way I walk in maturity every day is if I take a step every day. Like you and I are both moms, Sheena. We know that when we trained our kids to go from rolling around to babies crawling around to babies scooting around to babies walking around, like that didn't happen overnight. We had to teach our children and it was a process of trial and error. And that's what helped our sons and our daughters learn how to walk in that process. I believe actually God's, he's a good dad. He's always walking us through that process of cheering us on and saying, okay, take one more step, little ones, you can do it. Just take one more step and let's try, let's fail and let's try again. Yeah, I think that's the beauty in it. You're called to take a step forward in faith and recognize at the same time that you're going to commit mistakes and you're going to fail, but that's okay. I like that when you said that it's part of your character building, because perhaps that vision or that dream has been planted in your heart is because that's the way for God to grow you or to build your character as his daughter. And I love the way how you said that it's going to be messy and there's going to be mistakes. So in light of that, how do you view mistakes as part of the journey and in your personal growth? So... Let me kind of give you a feel for the way that I used to see mistakes and the way I see mistakes now. I love to get things right. I love to know in my mind that like I love to be an expert. And so for much of my journey, a lot of what I did was, and probably also I was raised in a household where mistakes were kind of like taboo. It was always wrong to make mistakes and there was always punishment associated with that and all that kind of stuff. So that's probably my my old way of thinking. But my new way of thinking based on what God has spoken to me is that there is mistakes as long as I'm learning something from them. And in humility, I'm realizing, oh, gosh, that didn't work out the way that I wanted to. But if I can learn something from that and do something different the next time, well, then that's actually an okay thing. Like we say inside of our company It's okay to make mistakes as long as we learn from them. Not everything has to be perfect. Not everything has to be exact all the time. As long as we're taking those experiences and we're learning from those experiences and those errors that we make, because don't we know, like we make the most growth in our lives when we learn from our mistakes. We don't actually grow the most when everything works out perfectly and everything's super rosy. Like, what can I learn if I laid out a plan and I did all the steps and it worked out perfectly. Where's the humility in that? Where's the growth in that? There's not really much for me. I just look around going, oh my gosh, that was awesome. I'm awesome. Let me just do that again. But I think what I've learned like in a humbling way is that when life doesn't work out the way that I wanted, and let's let's take it in the context of business. I do a launch and it doesn't work out the way that I want. Okay. But what are the takeaways from that? I realized that 
I walked through the launch and I learned things that I would have never learned had I not done it. If I only kept the idea in my mind, see, that's the other part. I think that when we actually walk those things out and do the hard things that we're called to do, and then we couple that with taking the mistakes and learning from them, I think that's actually when real growth happens. And to be honest, like that In my life, that's worked its way out when I've been probably the most broken and the most vulnerable and had the most humility to look around going, man, I thought that would work out differently and it kind of didn't. Maybe it sucked. But let me just realize that there's an opportunity for me to grow here. And when I've been able to embrace that and realize, shoot, I have more growing to do. I have more maturing to do. I have more sanctifying to do. See, that's like a mindset thing. If I'm willing to go into life situations and say, there's something for me to learn here, there's something for me to grow here, like God, use me in this and refine me more, then I'm going to grow and I'm going to mature, right? The word says that we're walking through life so that we can be matured to perfection. By the way, if you don't read God's word every day, if you don't believe in God's word every day, that's okay. Just totally be where you're at. I just want to honor that. Everybody's at a different place in their journey. Nobody has to be exactly like me or exactly like Sheena. Like, I just want to honor that. I'm just using the things that the filter for my life. And this is the way that I view things in life. I choose to view things in light of what God's word says. And if you don't, like, that's, I just want you to know that's totally okay. Just be where you're at. But when I look at scripture and it's all scriptures, all truth. So that, again, that's my lens. That's my filter. That's my context. When scripture says that I'm going to be able to walk in all truth as I walk in the good things that God's lay out for me, it doesn't really say that everything's going to be perfect and everything's going to be amazing. It never says that at all. It says that as I go through the trials then I can learn from that and I can mature from that and I can grow from that. And I just, I guess maybe there's been a lot of trials in my life to help me have opportunities to really be humbled and grow and mature all at the same time. Wow, that's great. Yeah, it's quite reassuring to know that even when we fail, we know that God is working behind the scenes and aligning everything for our good. Mm -hmm. Like he has already factored in our mistakes and those mistakes are part of your story or mine and it could help inspire your clients and our listeners here right now yeah isn't that amazing sheena no matter what like god's good and he already knows and even as i say those words i'm super sensitive to sometimes being in the perspective of sometimes life's really hard and it's really awful and i have been in a season of asking god it's hard. How is this good? But I can say I'm old enough now and I've been a believer long enough now where I can look back and reflect more often and see the pattern of something hard, learning something, God makes something beautiful out of that. I can see that pattern over and over and over again. Whereas early in my walk or a younger person, I know that I genuinely had a really hard time with that. Totally agree. Yeah, moving forward, we've talked about mistakes and growth. We talked about progress, letting go. What do you have in there, though? It's kind of like this. I love laying out goals. I'll just use some round numbers. Let's say I had a goal to have like a five-figure month every month. 
and I go through the process. So the way that it works, we've talked about this in previous um, podcasts, but I'll just kind of lay out atomic habits at a real high level. So I have the goal that I want to reach, and then I want to make sure that the habits that I'm doing every day actually map to that goal, right? As we're walking through that process and as we are growing through that process, one of the things that we can find is that I might fall short of that. I might not hit that mark every single day. I might kind of lose my way along the way. But even in that, I can still know that I can pick myself up the next day when I kind of fall off the pattern that I'm trying to follow. And I can still go after that same goal over and over again. Right. And so that's one of those things where I feel like as we are wrestling through the peace in the now versus going against the goal for later, I think that's one of those things is that I guess maybe to sum that up a little bit more succinctly, it's almost and I'm just kind of like thinking through this as we're talking about it. It's more like I know that I have the goals mapped out. I know that I have the habits that it takes to get to those goals every single day. But when I miss that, I think probably the way that I reset myself back to peace and back to joy is just being able to acknowledge that I fell off and get back on as fast as possible. I think that's probably the thing that I want to try to articulate there is that when we fall off the pattern, we recognize it and we jump back on as fast as possible to be able to go back into doing the steps that it takes to get after the goal. Yeah, that's right. I think it takes a lot of awareness to do that as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, awareness is definitely part of it. Uh, I would say that the other part of it is maybe like in our team, what we do is we hold each other accountable. Yeah. So we're not kind of working in a silo of, oh my gosh, months went by and I, I don't know what I've been doing, but I haven't been doing what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> so if you don't have a team as you're building your business, I would say find somebody that you could be accountable to so that there isn't more than like a week that goes by that you're realizing, oh shoot, I fell off the wagon. Now, how do I get back on? You guys know me when it comes down to like practical and tactical, it's having some accountability beyond yourself, because I can pretend that I can hold myself accountable. But the reality is, is I might move the target or whatever. But when I talk to my team and they're like, hey, I need to remember, we said we were going to do this. Or my accountability partners in church or my accountability partners in my small group, whatever I'm working on, whatever area, I find that the accountability part with another person is really key or coach. Like I know when I work with my coach on my business, he will say, okay, Anita, last time we said you were going to go do X, Y, and Z. And if I haven't done those things, or if I've forgotten about those things, there's several layers in there of ways to be held accountable. And the bottom line is, it's not good for me to pretend that I could be accountable to myself. I either need my team or my coach or my small group or my pastor to help me with that. I, I actually use all of those elements of accountability in my life just because there's different elements in life that I'm working on that I want to grow in. Those are some of the tools that I use to be able to get me back on track and get me back on track quickly. That's great. That's great. So yeah, in relation to that as well about letting go, many people feel pressured to constantly strive and achieve, like do the grind, do the grind. So mm -hmm. most of the people feel pressured. 
Do you have any advice how can our listeners let go of this pressure and find fulfillment in the present moment? What kind of mindset shifts could help them with this process? That's an excellent question, Sheena, because I feel like it's so prevalent in the world today where we are taught by culture to go, go, go and do, do, do and all this kind of stuff and have more and, you know, be more and all this kind of stuff. For me, what that has looked like is, and I don't mean this flippantly or to say that this is easy. Uh, Let me just be clear. It's simple, but it's been an actual process for me to be able to do this. In some ways, I make a choice that in every single day, no matter what goal I'm going after, that I'm going to find some joy and some peace. Now, for me personally, I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to show me those things because as I am led by the Spirit and I ask the Holy Spirit at the beginning of the day, show me where I can have joy today in the midst of building the business or in the midst of homeschooling the kids or in the midst of being a wife and a mother and all these, all the labels that really do apply to me. They're like, you're good things. So I think probably part of it is deciding in my mind that no matter what, I'm also going to find some joy along the way. I'm going to find a way to laugh today. I just recently uh, watched a show last night about how laughter is one of the things that prolongs our life. So I love to laugh. Like, why wouldn't I want to do more than that? Life's not always super funny to me personally. Like, I'm a little bit more serious, but I am learning to flex that muscle of finding joy in the process and laughing along the way. So that's one thing. The other thing that it it genuinely is a practice for me to tune my eyes to what's going on that's actually good in my life. So that's a thing, right? If you study anything around like entrepreneurship, you might run across kind of the sentiment that says that my eyes are going to see or I'm going to pick up on life what my mind is focused on. Let me give you some practical examples. I know somebody who says things like, gosh, nobody wants to work anymore and everybody's an idiot or everybody's always mean, all that kind of stuff. If that's my mindset, then that's what I'm going to see all day long. That's all I'm going to see all day. But if instead I realize like, you know what? People are kind everywhere I go. People are super sweet and helpful everywhere I go. Like I have the things that I need to be able to walk in the next thing in the life that God's led me to do. Like when I start looking for those things, my kids are amazing kids. My husband, he's super fun and funny and helpful. When I start paying attention to those things and tuning my mind and my eyes to those, I just see them more often. That's super deliberate for me. That's not my natural bent, by the way. That's been a daily practice to say, I'm going to find something good about my kids, my husband, my coworkers, my clients. That is genuinely like that's helped me to find joy in this struggle that we're talking about today. It's helped me to appreciate people around me more so than just the goal or the task or whatever. Like, again, I love those things, but I don't want to miss out on people. I don't want to miss out on the relationships that God's put around me because that's where I'm going to find the most joy. And that's where I'm going to find kind of the the fun in it is actually realizing that there's people all around me. And if I look for ways to help them and serve them and enjoy them, then I'm actually going to enjoy the process a little bit more. And so 
That's one of those things, like really to boil it down, Sheena, it's a mindset and a choice that I'm going to see the good that's right in front of me every single day. And let me just, again, reiterate, that is a simple thing to do. It has not been an easy thing for me to do. It's been a difficult, sometimes painful, sometimes super challenging growth process for me to really want to walk in those things every single day. It was not my natural bent to have that confidence that no matter what, things are going to work out, even if they don't look like it in the natural. So yeah, it's hard in that respect. I somewhat feel like I'm just barely scratching the surface. I will just reiterate again, like it's not easy, but it is simple. And there's a difference between those two. So I'm focusing on just the taking one simple step every single day. The thought of it, it seems too simple, but doing it intentionally is a hard thing to do. Yeah. And it brings back to how you said about being mindful and being aware that enables you to be intentional. Mm -hmm. And from that process, this is where you get your joy. So moving. So we talk about the struggle, the challenges of being in the moment, being present and have peace in the current situation. How about dealing with victories? So what role do... Mm -hmm small victories or even milestones and achievements play in finding that fulfillment in the present. Mm, That's so good. Okay. And so, well, one thing I noticed is that sometimes we can have a hard time celebrating our own victories. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Like sometimes I find it in groups of women. Sometimes I find it in groups of Christians. We can be so focused on kind of the hard parts of life, maybe the negative parts of life that we have a hard time actually celebrating what is good about life. That is also a practice, right? But being able to recognize, if I go back to what we talked about earlier, being able to recognize the gain, like look how far I've come. So I'm journaling every single day. These are the gains that I have. I'm looking for ways in my team members to celebrate them. I'm looking for ways in my own life to celebrate my wins. I'm looking for ways in my clients to celebrate their wins and focus on how far they've come. There's a couple of elements about that, Sheena. Number one is I'm intentionally doing that on a daily basis. Okay. I'll take my kids as an example. So we've been homeschooling for 15 years. You know, a lot of people know that about us. If I just focused on the things my kids didn't do, then all I'm doing is communicating lack to them every single time. And yet I, look, we've been homeschooling for 15 years. Look how much we've done, right? We we go through this process at the beginning of every single school year. Oh my gosh, mom, look at how far we have to go for 10 full months of schooling. And then, and I'm like, no, no, no. Look at how far we've come. Look at all the things we've done before. Yes, when you start, I don't know, whatever subject in school, let's say you start algebra and it seems super hard at the beginning, but by the time you're done with the school year, you realize, wow. So we're intentionally acknowledging the wins that we're making every day. And the more I'm intentional about that, the more I can look at it and I can seek it out in other people. And then I can champion that in them and I can celebrate that in them. And then the more I celebrate other people, then the more I can celebrate my own wins and recognize. So I might journal those at the end of the day, but I'm also looking for them all day long. Wow, look at how far you've come. My husband had a medical crisis last year that was, and just to be candid about it, like it was touch and go there for a while. It was very serious. 
So when I look at how far we've come in that 18 months, then I realize like, oh my gosh, what a gift that he's actually here. So that helps me. It helps me in the times that he's, I'm frustrated with him or he's driving me batty. I can also shift that and realize, yeah, but he's here. He's literally physically like still alive. He's still here. Like for us, it was that serious of a situation. And so I think maybe as we're going through these things of celebrating victories, for me, it looks like a couple of things. It's speaking them out. That's one thing that I do. It's recognizing them with my eyes. That's the second thing I do. I journal a lot. It's writing those down. I have a diary. I have a evidence. I have testimony of what's happening. It's recording those on a regular basis. It's talking about those. It's kind of like bringing those to my memory and to the front of my mindset. I try to do that as a practice all the time. And so that cultivates more gratefulness inside of me. It cultivates more intentionality inside of me to see like, I know this is hard, but look at how far you've come. Look at what we've done already. And so when it comes to celebrating those victories, I mean, at least in my life, what I've noticed, Sheena, is that I'm looking for them. I'm speaking them. I'm writing them down. I'm just acknowledging them, not just in my life, but in everybody else's life. And then it becomes a pattern where the more I celebrate people, the more I see that I can celebrate. And if I have a day where I feel like I'm totally down and I might think to myself, oh my gosh, nothing's going right. Nothing's going well, which I, you know, I have those days too. I will say I have them less and less than I used to. If I wake up one day and I don't feel amazing, then I can actually go back to the evidence that tells me, oh my gosh, look, I can just look back in my journal. I can look back in my notes and see, look at how far I've come. That's for me, that's what's been super important is that I, I not only am looking for it and speaking it out, but I'm also writing it down. So then therefore on the day or the season where I feel like life isn't going the way that I want it to, then I have the evidence that I can go back to that says, oh my gosh, look where I was three months ago or a year ago or five years ago. And that has been super helpful. You know what it does more than anything? It helps me get out of that, the nonsense loop. And the nonsense loop, what I call a nonsense loop is I'm just stuck. I'm stuck in my own frustration, my own anger, my own angst, my own worry. Those things happen. Like they totally happen for me. But the sooner I can work my way out of that and get back into the intentionality of expressing gratitude and acknowledging the victories, then the sooner I can like get back on the track. So see how all these things we're talking about are like all woven together. So ladies, so much. I hope and for everybody who's listening to our podcast today, I hope you find such encouragement. I hope you find the courage to take one step forward and just continuing to fall forward in your faith and taking those steps. I hope that you are able to have takeaways here that are really practical and tactical tips and tactics that you can implement in your life. Just implement one thing today towards your success, whatever that looks like. I hope that you're able to maybe take away from this, be able to write down what some of your goals and your dreams are and start mapping some habits to reach those goals and dreams. I hope that maybe if that's not you, I hope that maybe you're able to recognize that a lot of what we're talking about are really mindsets and perspectives that help me to shift towards seeing what God's doing in my life and what's possible 
rather than shift away from maybe more of a negative outlook or a just a disconnected outlook. So I just want you to know for each and every person that's listening today, me and my team, we are always praying for you. And we pray that you would be able to identify your specialized knowledge and whatever you're already good at. We pray that you're able to take one more step in building your own consulting business. And we pray that you would be able to profit in that whole process of learning what it means as a godly woman to take your specialized knowledge, create a consulting business and go and do something amazing in the world based on just the way that God has made you. So bless you, ladies. We appreciate you. We honor you. We're praying for you. And we will put some links for some of your next steps in the show notes so that we can help you take that next step as well. Thank you for joining us today on the Messy Middle Podcast. We hope this episode has inspired, encouraged, and equipped you to navigate the challenges of building a profitable business while balancing the demands of your work life, your faith, and motherhood. We would love to hear from you. Connect with us on LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or at our website, therippleeffect.net to share your thoughts, questions, or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes. You can also find us at anitaanello.com. Until then, be well and know that we are cheering you on.